Hello and welcome to Dabs and Death with your host, Dabbing Mama, Kelly. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been on here, since like April, I think. (laughs) I've just been really busy doing other crafts and things. uh, I've been selling a lot of resin and jewelry and stuff, but I thought, you know what? I need a break from that and I need to get back onto my podcasting because true crimes never stop. So this story is about the Murdoch family murders. Murdoch, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. It's like, it looks like Murdoch. Anyway, they are, this is a crazy story. I actually first watched it, I think, on the ID channel. I'm sure if you guys are aficionados of true crime, you have heard of Alex Murdoch and the family murders. So let's go, let me just give you like a quick little taste of who they are. The Murdoch family is a prominent legal family in the Low Country region of South Carolina. From 1920 to 2006, three members of the family consecutively served as a solicitor, i.e. district attorney, in charge of prosecuting all criminal cases in the state's 14th uh, 14th Circuit District, leading locals to call the five-county district Murdoch Country. The family also founded a national influential civil litigation law firm in Hampton, South Carolina. 2019, amid allegations of special treatment, several members of the Murdoch family were implicated in a fatal boating accident. This is where it started. In 2021, two members of the family were murdered. Well, another was implicated in mishandling of the funds. That means embezzlement. So we have three dead and one embezzler. From 1920 to 2006, three members of the Murdoch family served as a solicitor. I already fucking said that. (laughs) Don't you love paperwork? Okay, where are we going? Background. Yeah, you don't really want to know about the background. Senior Murdoch, Randolph Murdoch, they're all a bunch of attorneys, okay? That's all you really need to know about the history of the Murdoch attorney family. They just always were attorneys and very, very uh, powerful in South Carolina. Peter Murdoch. Parker, Elstrov, and Dietrich. Okay, I know, it sounds so weird. It's That's the name of their uh, law firm. It was a bunch of different last names all together. P-M-P-E-D is what they nicknamed it. Anyway, their law firm was about personal injury litigation, specialized in personal injury litigations. Um, there isn't much about that except for that Alex Murdoch and change the name dropping the Murdoch name so it's now Peters, Parker, Elstrov and Dietrich instead of the Murdoch in there because he is no longer an attorney he is serving time in prison so the boating accident happened in 19, uh, 2019 Paul Murdoch he was born in 1999 so he's 22 years old currently Alex's younger son was charged with three felonies after the death of Mallory Beach during a boating accident in February 2019. Paul was not given a field sobriety test, was not taken to jail for booking, nor was he ever handcuffed. This led to the speculation that he had received special treatment by virtue of his family connections. 
Paul's blood alcohol content was 0.286. He was slurring his words so badly he couldn't even like speak. And he was naked. He had only his boxers on. And it was late at night. Almost three times the legal limit for operating a motor vehicle. But the judge denied a prosecutorial request that he was he oh that he wear an al alcohol monitor is that a thing <laughs> oh my god in court documents uh, beach's family implicated alex and buster in providing alcohol to the underage to then underage paul as september 2021 the south carolina enforcement division sled were investigating Allegations that police may have been pressured not to charge Paul, the family of Connor Cook, another of the teens on board the boat during the accident, filed a lawsuit claiming Alex had encouraged the Cook family to retain a longtime friend of Alex's, Corey Fleming, in order to orchestrate the protection of Paul. So there was like a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, protect Paul at all costs, basically. Sometime before June 7, 2021, Paul's mother, Maggie, had arra made arrangements for a forensic accountant to review the family finances. Paul was free on bail, attending USC and waiting trial. Ugh. Then there's the killing of Paul and Maggie. So Paul, the youngest that was charged for the felonies in the boating accident, he was found dead. On June 7, 2021, Alex discovered the bodies of 22-year-old son Paul and 52-year-old wife Maggie near the dog kennels at the family's hunting lodge in Islandton, South Carolina. Both had been shot multiple times with different weapons. Alex reported that he had been with his terminally ill father, Randolph III, and mother, who has dementia at the time of the killings. Randolph III died of natural causes three days later on June 10th. In October of 2021, it was revealed that SLED had regarded Alex as a person of interest in the homicide since the start of the investigation. A South Carolina lawmaker described SLED chief Mark Keel as a straight arrow who wants to have an airtight case. He knows, he knows he's up against the good old boys who will bury him if he gets the tiniest thing wrong. He's not dropping excuse me, anything until he's absolutely sure. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse me, I got gas. Uh, uh, oh, pardon me for being rude. Anyway, so we got, okay, so that, the death of Paul. So now Alex, the dad, has like no qualms of going on with his embezzlement because now the felony bullshit with his son is over with and he thinks he can just sweep this death of Mallory Beach under the rug. Then there's the killing of Stephen Smith. <laughs> Late in June 2021, SLED announced it was reopening the investigation into the 2015 death of Stephen Smith, who had been found dead from blunt force trauma on a road in Hampton County based on details that he had suffered during the investigation into the deaths of Maggie and Paul. <sighs> Smith was a high school classmate of Buster, so he was a young kid, has been connected to him in interviews but the case had gone cold according to the greenville news rumors hinting 
at a cover-up and the possible involvement of one or more members of the Murdoch family began circulating around the Hampton County area soon after Smith's death. And according to the Beaufort County Island Packet, the case reeked of insider interference. Isaac Stone III recused himself from the investigation into the Murdoch homicides and requested the South Carolina Attorney General's office take over the case. Then there's another murder. Death of Gloria Satterfield. On September 15, 2021, authorities announced they were opening an investigation into the 2018 death of Gloria Satterfield, who worked at Alex, as Alex's housekeeper at the mansion. In his ranch home or whatever. The death had been reported as a trip and fall accident, but no coroner was notified, no autopsy was performed, and the death certificate incongruously said it was by natural causes. How does someone trip and fall and it's caused by natural causes? I don't know. A coroner testified that describing her death on the death certificate as natural was improper. Investigations of her death by state police were continuing as of last October uh, 2021. So Satterfield's two sons were awarded a settlement of $500,000, but by 2021 they had received no money. During settlement negotiations, the Satterfield sons were represented by Corey Fleming, a lawyer who they did not reckon, realize had long-term close ties to Alex, did not participate in the negotiations, and did not sign any agreement. Alex Murdoch was charged with two felonies related to the missing money. So he embezzled the $500,000 for the death of his housekeeper on his property, and he would not give the money to the kids. That's bullshit. On October 14, 2021, Alex was taken into custody as he was being released from the drug rehab facility in Orlando by the South Carolina. So he was in Florida getting released from the rehab facility and was being arrested on these two felony accounts. Wow. He's a piece of work. And then we have allegations for mishandling funds at the PMPED, which is the law firm that he was working at. On September 3rd, Alex resigned from PMPD after being accused of mishandling funds. According to the New York Times, the amount involved was in the millions. September 6th, Alex released a statement saying he was continuing or he was entering a rehab facility for substance abuse program. Um, assisted suicide insurance fraud scheme on September 4th, Alex was allegedly shot in the head while changing a tire. On a rural road he claimed a truck slowed down shot him and then drove away the injury was superficial and he was released from the hospital soon afterwards it would like literally skimmed the side of his head i think he shot himself the shooting occurred one day after he was forced to resign on september 15th sled announced that alex's former client curtis edward smith who had also been Alex's source for an oxycodone addiction, had been arrested for having conspired with Alex to kill him in the roadside shooting so that his remaining son, Buster, would receive the $10 million insurance payout. So he hired some dude 
a client of his to come and kill him on the side of the road so his son, his last remaining kid, would receive a life insurance of $10 million. Smith was charged with assisted suicide, aggravated assault, battery, and insurance fraud. Alex, suffering from massive depression, wanted to kill himself, admitting to concocting the assisted suicide as a murder scheme. He was motivated by a mistaken belief that his son Buster would not receive the insurance money if Alex committed suicide. Oh my God, this guy is crazy. His assets were frozen in September. Alex gave broad powers of attorney to his son Buster, including the power to... Why does this sound like something that... uh, (laughs) That show... um, Arrested Development, because there's a Buster on there too, and he's kind of stupid, so it's kind of funny. Including the power to sell and dispose of his assets, which Buster proceeded to do, Buster was soon alleged, after allegedly seen at a Las Vegas casino. On November 1st, a judge ordered the Murdoch assets to be frozen. Buster and Alex sought to overturn it, saying they had no money to pay for food, medical insurance, and utilities. Ha ha ha! How does it feel? embezzlement and other criminal charges on november 19 2021 the state grand jury issued five indictments against alex murdoch on 27 charges of embezzlement and other crimes including breach of trust fraudulent intent money laundering computer crimes and forgery the victims were thomas l moore a patrol officer dion j martin gloria satterfield she's the housekeeper Manuel Santos Cristiana altogether the amount the fraud amount was about 4.8 million dollars so he stole one two three four four peep from four people a million dollars each on December 9th an additional 21 criminal charges were filed connected to an alleged scheme that sought to defraud victims of more than six million dollars on January 21st 2022 the state grand jury issued a further 23 criminal charges, which included 19 breaches of trust with fraudulent intent, four counts of computer crimes. The indictment alleged that he stole more than 2.6 million from clients, Natasha Thomas, Arthur Bagder, Dion Martin, and the family of Hakeem Pickney. So more people. In addition, there are three additional charges in Hampton County related to the murder for hire, suicide scheme to gain $10 million in insurance money. In total, the indictments indicate that he may have stolen nearly $8.5 million in wrongful death and accident settlements from more than a dozen from more than a dozen people. The indictment alleged crimes going back to at least 2011. Murdoch would secretly negotiate a settlement for his clients, then only pay them enough they would be thankful he would then steal the rest his clients were usually minorities who were not well off they included a state trooper family friends a deaf man an immigrant living in the country illegally murdoch allegedly used money orders given to an unnamed family member to help launder the cash wow this guy is wild man i'm gonna take a hit on that one Nice, nice, nice weed. I love weed.
Okay. Whew. You got one more page left here, guys. Almost done. Allegations of embezzlement from the dead. <clears throat> Attorney Justin Bamberg represents eight people who says Alex Murdoch stole money from while serving as their lawyer. He later said the total number of Murdoch victims may be between 30 and 50 people. And the total amount could be as high as $20 million according to the Island Packet, which is a newspaper. It is unclear where the money went. The first case involved Gloria Satterfield, Alex Murdoch's housekeeper, who died in a falling accident on his property in 2018. Satterfield's two sons were awarded a settlement, but they never received it. Alex Murdoch charged with the two felonies. Hakeem Pickney was a deaf African-American man involved in a 2009 traffic accident that required permanent life support. Murdoch personally represented the Pickney family in a lawsuit against the manufacturer of the tires of the vehicle. The family was awarded a settlement. 2011, Pickney died at a care facility after his ventilator was, according to Pickney's lawyer, mysteriously unplugged. Murdoch's family firm handled a wrongful death lawsuit against the care facility. Murdoch allegedly introduced Pickney's family to Russell Lafitte, the CEO of Palmetto State Bank to manage the Pickney's finances due to the size of the settlements. The Pickney's received some money, but an estimated at $800,000 to $1 million went missing. January 22, 2022, the board of Palmetto State Bank fired Lafitte. After allegations came to light, he was involved with Murdoch to defraud Pickney family. The board is composed of mostly the Lafitte family who founded the bank in 1907. Wow. Blondell Gray was killed in an ambulance crash in 2012, according to Bamberg. Gray's family is owed in excess of 112000 The money was stolen by Murdoch. Sandra Taylor was a Beaufort woman killed by a drunk driver in Colinton County in 2019. Indictments show Murdoch reportedly told Taylor's ma mother she would only receive 30000 as a settlement when that figure really was over 180000 Wow. Jesus, man. He was just a money-hungry bastard. In popular culture, so we have, like, all these different shows and stuff. On September 8th, 2021, HBO Max announced that Campfire Studios would produce a documentary series on the events surrounding the murders. On, 20, or on January 11, 2022, the day after my birthday, this is my ex-boyfriend's birthday. Anyway, True Crime Podcast, The True Crime Garage, released one of a four-episode series titled Murdoch Murders. Uh, that covers the allegations around the Murdoch family. The fourth episode was released January 19th. <clears throat> On June 22nd, 2021, the Murdoch Murders podcast was released by FitNews.com news director Mandy Matney. As of March 30th, 2022, there have been 38 episodes released about the Murdoch murders on that podcast. And then on June 19, 2022, Investigation Discovery will air a three-part miniseries, The Murdoch Murders, Deadly Dynasty. That's the one I watched. That one was crazy. That's what got me involved in this podcast because I was like, wait, what? He, wait, he embezzled money. First, it was his son that started off stuff. His, uh, you know, young, youngest son, Paul. He's the one that started it off with the whole boat accident. And, Daddy, can you help me? 
can you cover my ass and make sure I don't go to prison forever? What a piece of shit. Sorry. <laughs> if you're related to these fuckers, I don't know. I feel bad for you. These people are not good people at all. Bad, bad. I watch a lot of true crime shows and stuff, so... I'll be back with another episode of something funky, something evil. I think I'm going to do something that evil lives here. This one show that I watch on ID channel. And man, there is some crazy stuff on there. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to stay high.